river kingdoms are a constantly shifting group of city-states, kingdoms and fiefdoms, rising and falling through the machinations of would-be conquerors, wars, assassinations, games of politics, and dangerous monsters. South of Brevois sits the Stolen Lands. Stolen from what and when are a matter of some debate. Currently overrun by bandits and monsters. Brevois seeks to aid in the establishment of new kingdoms, buffer states, run by anyone strong enough and clever enough to carve a kingdom out of the savage wilderness. Caelan Thorne, the mercenary who would be king, believes he is that man. Herein lies his tale of wilderness exploration, monsters, politics, romantic entanglements, ancient gods, and war. Heavy indeed is the head that wears the crown. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Kingmaker, a Paizo Adventure Path. A word to our listeners. This game is often interrupted. Whenever this happens, you'll hear our editor's tone. To let you know when a segment of recording has been removed until we resume gaming. Episode 78? Yes, so when last we left Kaelin, yes. Speartooth had snuck into Bryn's tent to murder her in her dreamless sleep. Yep. Uh, it had a good go. Yeah, yeah, it, was, it, it, it did a ton of damage. It came on, but it was not hard enough, so... Uh, you defeated... Bryn, ki- Bryn kicked it in the head. You defeated the a- ancient advanced dire tiger. Yep. Uh, and I, we brought it. Um, Michaela and I brought the teeth back to the guard captain, who yep, who endeavoured to skunk you. Yeah, who, who looked at the two of us and made a wise decision to pay us our reward money as opposed to getting stabbed. And then you went back to Elk's Rest, where Tristan had discovered Orvin Bane's destruct condition. Ah, yes. And you went. Yes. So one. Kaelin will go and find Corwin a few hours after the last conversation where we all talked about the um, perils of going to the yep. boneyard and, um, you know, whether or not we would die in the process. Hi, lad. Oh, yeah. I've um, been thinking about this business with Orvin Bane, and um, I've had another thought I wanted to talk over with you. Well... Of the two of us, you're certainly the thinker. Hit me, boy. I can think of a way we could get Orvin Bane into into the boneyard without messing around with the ladies' rules. Aye. Is, um... Well, if someone dies, then they're supposed to go there, aren't they? Well, yeah. That's, that's how it works. All souls, when they die, are sent on for their judgment. The lady moves at her own time and pace in a way not really fathomable to us mortals. But effectively everyone passes through onto where they're meant to spend their life. So what if someone died and they were holding the sword? He sort of stops and... and, Well, I mean... Well, the way it was described to me was that you go as you are. I mean, your body stays here. Like, when I die, my armour, my metal spike, all that sort of thing will stay here. But when I appear in the boneyard, I'll have them too, because they're uh, a part of me, a part of what I am. Uh, assuming that I die now and not in another 50 bloody years, when I'll be wearing a different set of pants. 
but uh, I don't know if uh, if if you wielded open bait. I, I guess it's it's spirit it go with you. The the physical blade it, it'd stay here though. I I don't know if that would be enough. Well, I guess the other way is um. I guess I was wondering about going to your grave instead of mine, like, if we did go in. Aye, but that would mean... Ah. Well, that certainly has possibility. I've thought a lot about what you told me. I didn't mean to, to change your fate, and I know we've talked it over, but I think you're right that it gave us the chance to maybe survive when we wouldn't otherwise have done and you've done a lot for this kingdom but maybe there was more than one reason yeah, that makes a certain amount of sense maybe this maybe one pays for another like you've overstayed and so has he maybe you're meant to be the one that takes him back Corwin goes surprisingly quiet and thoughtful You've seen a lot of different facial expressions on him, but introspective is really a mostly new one. And he sort of, he'll sit for a couple of minutes and sort of stroke his beard and twirl it slightly in his finger. Aye, the the way I'd always figured it was if you'd changed me fate. No offence to you, lad, but it, it wouldn't be something you could do if the gods hadn't given you free will for a reason. Everyone's fate's mutable to some degree, I guess. I'd wondered if it would if you'd change me fate for a small keeping you from Cressel and getting a hand axe through your skull. Keeping you on the path to form Stagthorn. I mean I don't think of myself as no sort of hero of destiny or nothing. But I suppose it could be a big thing. Heavens know what el- heavens know what else. I don't think we can know what the gods have in mind for us. But I'd prefer not to meets round with the the outer planes and the places people aren't meant to go when they're alive if we can help it. It seems like the most respectful way I can think of. But it's only it's a taking a big risk one way or another. It's not it's got to be your your call. We could, you know, do one of them spells and try and figure out if it's the right move. I understand what you're saying, man. But I think there's one way to be very sure of this. If I go with you to the boneyard, it's not the kind of thing I'd like to be letting anyone else just wander about and and we go to my grave. Well then we'll see one way or the other. Because it'll say one or two things, won't it? It'll say eaten by a jabberwock three years from now or it'll just say now. And if it doesn't say now, you're the one of us who's had the most experience coping with living your life, knowing when you're going to die. I won't fight. I won't fight the lady's fate. When I didn't die the first time, if I hadn't thought that was what she wanted, if I hadn't thought that Farazma had a hand in it, I could have taken my own life. But likewise, if we go to my grave, if it says now, I can live with that. Or not, I suppose. If it says five years from now, ten, fifteen, twenty, we'll have to see what other ways are available to us. Because I won't take, I won't contradict, contradict the lady's judgment. Nay, I wouldn't expect you to. Oh, but it seems like that's the best way to know one way or the other. And 
from what um, Tristram said, we can still try and destroy the sword. It'll just be, you know, more dangerous. Be a hell of a way to go. I haven't influenced any, been able to influence anyone's fate in quite some number of years now. To to move some legend like Amag, the Twiceborn Soul. Aye, that would be a spit in the old Iron Lord's eye, wouldn't it? That would be something worth seeing. <laughs> well, I figured sooner or later, given the way we've we're, what we're doing down here, you'd um something something mighty would take you out, something worthy. But I can't offhand and and think of anything worthier than this. But as you say, we'll go there and we'll see what the gods have in store for And if it's later you know how to live with that knowledge. I'm I'm not sure I could. I'm, I I'm I think sorry. I'd struggle I think I'd struggle with you know, if it said five years from now, I think I'd struggle with knowing that and I'm prepared to take it as it comes, but I do best not knowing what's in store for me. Understandable that that's that's the way it's meant. For the vast, vast, vast majority of people they're meant to go through not knowing, living it as they intend. You know your life will end sometime and you'll pass on to Aristotle's peace, but it's the not knowing when that makes it worth doing. Aye. And it'd be just, for me, it'd be just as weird knowing it was going to be a good long while yet. I mean, what does that mean every time I risk my life doing something? What if I get sure that it's not going to happen and it turns out that actually something's changed my destiny and it does it's 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 not something I prefer to know if I can help it I'd do it if there was no other way but I, I've seen a priest of Parasmore or two who thought they could who thought they could be clever about this sort of thing I knew a young dwarf oh, well this would have been a, th- a few generations before <laughs> a few generations before your grandparents were born <laughs> put it that way he saw his own death coming by drowning Clever Dick thought he'd take himself off to the Katapeshi deserts where there's not a drop of water to be had. Well, what do you think happened to him? Quicksand. Aye. <laughs> yeah. So, you can't cheat the gods. Well, not for long, anyways. When it's your time, it's your... And if this is my time and this is what it's meant to be, then it is. And if it isn't then I'll live with knowing whatever I know for however long I need to know it. Faith demands sacrifice. That's what makes it faith. Aye. Oh, well. Before we can wang the sword on anybody's grave, we need to get the bloody thing. Aye, true enough. (laughs) I'll I'll make some plans. Whatever else happens, hopefully we can reintroduce Niska to the... Death, she's been dodging. I've read enough of her out there plotting against us, I can tell you. At that conversation, uh, you will get the name of Corwin's 30-point relationship bonus, uh-huh. uh, which is Our Destiny Lies Among Different Stars. Ooh. Yes, the um, I'm aware I've, I probably won't find out as much about Corwin as I otherwise would have, but... Um, yeah, but- You've got the big bit at this yeah, point. Yeah, this is, um, and this seems, I was looking for something worthy, this seems worthy. Yeah, you can certainly poke it that way. Yep, we will see, anyway, we'll see what happens, I mean, if we don't get the sword. <laughs> All good. Yes, so.
So at this point, um, Kalen wishes to do a little bit of um, shopping style stuff because he's about to go in a potentially going up against Disker and he wants to be suitably prepared. Fair enough. And um, additionally to that, I want to talk to... Um, oh, let's see, where are we? Yeah, I actually want to have the Kingdom turn of Sarinth and yep. then head out into the into the land. So, um... But have we not had the Kingdom turn of Sarinth? Uh, oh, maybe we have. I make your event being the... Plague affecting bears, natural blessing. Oh yeah, that was cool. Yeah, sorry, I just haven't written it on the calendar yeah, yet. You are in Serenth. Yeah. You have done the kingdom turn. Sweet. The month has not passed yet. Sweet, that's alright. So I am in fact much closer to ready to go than I thought. I merely um, need to um, do some purchasing and talk to the guys about who would like to come with me on this quest. So basically... I'm seriously considering taking either Michaela or Tristram in, mm-hmm. and I would like to talk to them about if either of them particularly wants to go or stay. Uh, so that's probably an out-of-character discussion, I think. Yep, that's fine. Uh, so I- everyone is pretty much happy to see happy to see Amag the Twiceborn go down. Yep. Um, Corwin is particularly invested in seeing it for obvious religious reasons. Yeah. But has no compelling attachment to going to the trial grounds and facing Gorham's trials himself. Yeah. He's he's kind of in two minds because he really wants I really want this Armag to be I really want this Armag to have a soul have a soul passed on for judgment. But I don't like the idea of playing Gorham's games. Um Brynn, on the other hand, um is is very much on board with the idea of you know awesome warrior trials. Yeah, but it really has no strong feelings about Amag the Twice Born one way or the other. Yeah, and I, everyone I, hates Goody Nesca. So. Yeah, yeah. I figure that whoever I take will have a, will have a desire to see his skin go down because I pretty much we pretty much all took care of that one. Um, so of Tristan and Michaela, um, Tristan will sort of hum and har and are a bit on the basis that you know he doesn't consider himself to be a warrior yeah which is actually not necessarily particularly true no. given, given that he's reasonably hard ass with it. his warriorine is definitely archery on horseback as opposed to manly ass arm wrestling but the thing is that the tro- his his divination specifically said that um being strong, being clever was as yep. good as being strong for this one, and he is certainly one of the cleverest people we know. Yes, and he, he doesn't consider himself to be a warrior. No. Um, so for a warrior strong of mind or arm, the trial ground will not overharm, which everybody basically concludes is there'll be a bunch of tests that will test either your mental strength or your physical strength, yeah. you know, your cunning and your sword arm and that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, and what it's probably telling you is that either method is as valid as the other. Yeah. Um, And if you're weak, you die. Yeah. yeah. Kind of forgiven. Yeah, which is just how Gorham rolls. Uh, In terms of their different capacities, um, if there's anything unexpected or unusual in there, Tristan is more helpful on the basis that he's the skill monkey. Yeah. And knows a bunch of stuff. If you see a thing, he'll probably know what it is and how to deal with it. Yeah. Um, he also has... Um, 
stones will leap, he can speak to the stones, mm-hmm. yeah. albeit he probably should. <laughs> Um, but if there's other stuff in there that isn't yeah. under that, he can speak with it. Um, he has legend law, which he could theoretically cast. Uh, I'm just thinking about whether he could cast it on specific bits. You know, yeah. what does this lever do kind of thing? But I don't think the lever itself is particularly legendary. No, I wouldn't think so. Uh, I, I think I would give you that it's a possibility that legend law would work on certain trials, trials within the trial grounds. Yes. Yeah. But I couldn't say more than that without you actually seeing them and knowing what it yeah. is. Uh, one thing he does have is live and secure shelter, which is a way of stopping without giving up. Yes, which because is you've very been true. told that if you leave, the trial will it's, begin again. Yeah. Um, Whereas if that's a method of resting without. Yeah, I mean, you could you could theoretically also just sleep in a room, but yeah, that's that's safer. A, that, that it is more secure. Um, Michaela has no strong religious logic behind um, taking out Armag. Yeah. Um, she is much scarier than Tristan. Yes. Although uh, Tristan claims that Gorham will respect his finery. Yeah. And open the gates to him. Well, the thing is, Tristan has some intimidate. He's the second yes. best. Yes. That's why he claims that Gorham will yeah. respect his finery. Um, yeah, because I definitely thought about Bryn because it's a trial of, you know, warrior fitness and stuff. Yeah. It's mainly um but it's it, I am concerned about the the intimidate part. They are about equal in terms of um Michaela is probably the slightly better healer. Yeah. Um and is almost certainly the more hardcore warrior because it being in a big stone complex that might or not be inside a cliff will probably hamper Tristan's ability to run 240 feet on his horse. Yeah, yeah, the, without um, meaningfully. It's not a, it's not a, fr- it's not a friendly mount- mounted archer combat zone. Unless it is, of course, because you never know with these weird yeah. magical things. It's entirely possible there's a giant paddock in there and one of the tests is to, you know, break a, break a wild horse or something. Yeah, at which point, you know, like Tristan would assume that stuff that you need for the trial that isn't blatantly apparent, like take your own weapons in. If there's a riding challenge, it must have some method of providing you with horses, because assuming that warriors will ride their horses halfway up the cliff... Yeah, and it's always possible there'll be a trial of, you know, you know, wade across this acid river and Tristan goes, no, I don't think so, summon Phantom Steve. Yeah. Both of them can cast the spell magic, don't know. I think... Ultimately, I mean, you sort of know what the strengths and weaknesses are of each of them. Yeah. I think Tristan is slightly disadvantaged in that his primary combat style won't be as useful in there, whereas yeah. Kayla shouldn't be hampered unless it's full of um, something that she can't sneak attack. Yeah. Um, or turn, in the case of yeah. dead. Um But Tristan has more useful knowledge skills of I can identify what this thing is and how to deal with it. Yeah. I don't have. I, I don't think either of them. Both of them sit down and hash it out. Neither of them have a particularly strong opinion on which of them was is clearly better for the job. Yeah. I think ultimately it's take who you like, and if you don't have a preference uh, mechanically, then I would say take who you think will be more fun or entertaining for you. Yeah. Because I expect you'll be trial grounding for at least a couple of sessions. Yeah. I've done a bunch of cool things with Tristram, and I would prefer to have Michaela backing me up when we fight Niska, so my inclination is Michaela Woods. Yep. Um, I, I also have a, a bit of a hankering for Bryn, but I don't know if she can surmount the Intimidate check, because it's a... 
moderately difficult. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, um, it must be doable because all of these people managed to do it. The, the wall killed um, one of Niska's Gyronans. Yeah. Um, but the rest of them got in. Yeah. So there must be a method of doing it that doesn't involve being a giant manly warrior. Yeah. To, to be honest, you'd actually assume that several of them really have intimidate because it's also the provoke skill. It's what yeah. you use to annoy and goad people and yeah. scare them. Like, Goody Niska is many things. I don't think you'd really say she's scary. No. But she certainly can provoke people. Uh, I don't know. I found her... She was definitely scary at times as a cultist. Yeah, but she doesn't come across as somebody who's utilizing high ranks to intimidate all the time. Mm. Until you get to the annoying bit. Yeah. So there is probably a method in... Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, all right. I think I will go with Michaela. At which point we have quite a lot of party gold. Um, Michaela should have a look and see if there's anything she wants to buy to boost her reserves. Okay, so for starters, Bryn is buying that Dragonfly Cloak of Resistance. Yep, good for her. Uh, which I have noted on the character sheet, but have not actually put the bonuses in. I'll forget to do it. Yep, so go right ahead. And that will bring all of her saves to 13. Good stuff. Uh, except her reflex, which is easy. Mm hmm. Just bunks. What sort of thing did you have in mind here for Michaela? Um, mostly it's in terms of does she have enough healing potions? Is there anything else that she particularly wants to purchase that she thinks? Um, Kaelin is going to um, buy the um, immovable rod, yep. which strikes him as the sort of thing that would be useful, and then um, possibly spend a bit more money than of his money. She's got a lot of... Um a lot of random guff. Yeah, she may she may already be better prepared for. And then there was a random thing fight than um, Carolyn is. Um, the one that you've been told that looks preparation worthy is illusion and fog confuse your fates. Yes. Which you know the only method she's got of in dealing with illusions is making will saves. Yeah. Uh, and fog is fog. Uh, she does have a dispel magic. Yep. Um, she could buy scrolls and that all, but they're less good because they're reliant on the scrolls cast level instead of hers. Ah, uh, yes. Whereas Tristan will go ahead and blast as many dispel magics as he's as, got as bard, he spells. bard spells. Yeah, yeah, but um, oh no, it's only a second level one, isn't it? He must have at least a moderate amount. Third, so he can cast five or six of them before wow. he our spells. Period. Yeah, that is pretty impressive. Kaelin has a couple as well. Uh, one thing that she wants is an elixir of climbing. Yep. Um, to actually get up the wall in the first place. She can take her full plate off and do it relatively easily. But if she presumes, and because it's Michaela, she's paranoid and always presumes, that you challenge the door and immediately get teleported into a combat. It seems likely. Which is uh, certainly, with Gorham, at least a, a very valid possibility. Yep. Uh, if she takes a big buff to her climbing, then she can climb in the full plate, given it's not all that hard to do. Great idea. I'm for that. Okay, so how much is that? 250. Sweet. It's the same thing as an elixir of swimming, elixir of that sort of thing. Cool. Oh, we'll purchase her that. Um, I wonder if Kaelin wants one as well, or if he can just... Yeah, I think I'll have two, I'll have two of them at that point. What's, what's your climb, Chief? Um, In the full plate, it's four. Yeah, so 
you should be able to do this pretty easily because what you do is you do the same thing you did before. You monkey work around and hang up a rope. Yeah. And at which point you can do it with ease. Okay, no Michaela can't because she is not an accomplished climber. Yeah, sweet ass. Yep. Okay. I.e. she has no climb at all. Yeah. Um, the, she's already got a couple of um, cure things and lesser restorations and remove curses and that. She's down to one to detect secret doors, if you want any more of those. Yeah, I'd like to buy a couple more of those. Okay. And um, the only other one that she's got that comes to mind is um, things like true seeing and... Um, Word of Recall and that are a bunch of useful spells that she can't cast. That yeah. She can cast on scrolls. But she's actually not capable of doing so unless she also Eagle's Wisdom's up. Right, I see. So a scroll of Eagle's Wisdom, a scroll of um, Word of Recall, and a scroll of True Seeing? Depending um, on whether you think those are worth having. Or honestly, I really do. Um... So my thought is that I want to buy her a couple of gust scrolls of gust of wind. Oh, yep. Yeah, oh, yeah, makes sense for fog. Yeah. And yes, she could cast those with ease. Yeah. So um, two scrolls of gust of wind, one elixir of climbing. Yep. And then um, I think two eagles' wisdoms and one each of the um, word of recall and true seeing. Yep. So I'll just look up what the prices on those are. I've got them in front of me. If you okay, know. yep. Uh, true Seeing's 13.75. Yep. Word of Recall's 16.50. Yep. Uh, uh, Owl's Wisdom, rather than Eagle's Wisdom, is 150. Sweet. 300 for two. And what's that it? Yep, and then the last thing is, does she have enough potions and scrolls of healing magic? Uh, she has three moderate potions, two serious scrolls. If that's okay with her, that's yeah, fine. She's also got all her own magic, so... Yeah, that's fine with me. Okay, and I will just look at if there's anything, um... Potion-y, I don't know. That's just... Moderate having drunk those. Kayla is also the one who carries the most sort of weird esoteric crap by default, because among other things, she's actually got a holy symbol of Gorum on her charm bracelet. Nice. Of holy symbols. Um, and, you know, she carries around like a shovel and rope and all this kind of practical stuff that several people don't, because yeah. at the point where you're carrying a tower shield, why not add some extra weight to your armoured ability? Absolutely. Um, so, um... I make it 7,000 gold to go from plus 3 armor to plus 4 armor. Does that... It's uh, 9,000. It's 1,419. 16. 16. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so it's the difference between 9 and 16, which is uh, 7,000. Yep, yep. So I'm right at 7,000. Cool. Kaelin is also going to do this. Yep. Armor up. Yep, I'm sure Mikhail will be happy to hear that I am pushing my armor up to plus 4 as we go into this battle. Good choice. Although, honestly, she might well ask why was it already plus four given that it's Michaela. So it's 7,000, you say? Yes. Mm. Is hers only plus three? Uh, hers is technically plus five. It's plus two with the vulnerability, which is a plus three enchantment. Oh, mode. right. Well, it'll be more expensive if she's effectively going up to a plus six. Yes, oh. but shield. Shield. Uh, yes, of course. That's why you have a shield. Mm-hmm. 
Actually, I think she might hear. Ooh. And go for strength boosting rather than armor boosting. Well, that sounds nice. It's probably a lot cheaper at this point. Yeah, it's, it's certainly getting that way. Uh, for seven grand, she can put a tower shield plus three up to a tower shield plus four. Yeah. But the thing about the shield bonus, as nice as it is, you do actually have to be holding the tower shield, and you aren't always. I know she tries to whenever she can. Yep. She will pick up uh, some Orbs of Overpower. Because, among other things, she can get her armor up by um, using combat expertise. Ah, uh, yes. But it lowers her to hits. Yes. Already kind of cry worthy. Mm-hmm. That, I believe, makes her as strong as you. Uh, 20? Yep. Yeah, but she was always uh, pretty close to as strong as me. She's, in fact, been as strong as you the whole time. You both started at 17. Yeah. And went to 18. Yeah, and now we're both on 20 with the magical enhanced bonus. It's amazing how much, you know, strength she has for an elf. Off. Yeah, yeah, and it, it makes total sense now. But at the time, it just, you know, yep. you can also just be a human or an elf who has really amped strength, yeah, which yeah. makes sense if you're going to wear plate. <laughs> and carry a 40-pound tower shield. Yeah, 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 I mean, it's like, um, it would be pretty daft otherwise. Ah, 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 ah. Ah, my flat-footed AC is 27. My touch AC is 10. <laughs> You can buy things, though. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, I'm about to improve it the hard way. Um, I believe we're level... Yeah, we're level, level 11. So next level, you crank your dexterity. Yeah, it'll be weird to have dexterity bonuses. I've sort of got used to not having them. Yes, dex and wisdom. And then 16 will just be the <laughs> a dull level. Or actually, I could do dex and, str- and strength to see if I make it to 16. But I do like the wisdom thing. Okay, was hitting the point where she's going to need to um, put her wisdom up next level. Yeah. Because half half class cleric means you could go a long time before you run out of wisdom. But it does happen eventually. But it does happen. I think next level she'll hit fourth level spells. Yeah. And then she can't take fifth level ones unless she puts her wisdom up. Yeah. And she can't wear an amulet of wisdom because she's wearing her fancy phylactery of undead turning. Yes, which... Presumably she wants to keep. Oh, yes. It was very, very expensive. Paid out the arse for it, and it's kind of awesome. Yeah. If you find some undead in here, the undead are fucked. Yeah, well, the, um, it's worked out great. Uh, the tremendous advantage of the um, two-party system is just occasionally it solves one or two problems, like we could never have Corn and Michaela in the same party. And certainly um, having undead in there is, is a very real possibility, given yep. that it's a static, unchanging realm with an apparently ancient guardian who's still well, also, wandering around um, watching the place. Who knows what, um... Yeah, I mean, technically we know what the wall told us about what Goody Nesca went in there with, but it's not yep. completely inconceivable. They've got some kind of undead guardian that they've summoned to them or something mm-hmm. like that. Alright, so have you noted down the resources that we've... I mean, you don't really need to worry about the elixir of climbing because she'll just drink it and done. No, I have not. Would you like me to put those on Michaela's um, character sheet? That's, that's probably logical. I figured if I'd you don't her. use them, she's the one who's going to keep carrying them. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, Kaylin can't use them. Okay, so we got how many scrolls of Detect Secret Doors? Uh, two scrolls of Detect Secret Door. Hang on, um, how much are they? Uh, I think, sorry, I didn't write that one down. How much are the scrolls of Detect Secret Doors? Let me look. Fuck all 50. Uh, 
25 gold, I think. Okay, three more of those then. Yep. Uh, what else is on there? Uh, two scrolls of gust of wind. Yep. Two Ooh. scrolls of eagle's wisdom. So that she can actually cast the other things. Yep. And, um, one scroll of word of recall. Yep. And one scroll of, um, truce. Yep. Um, now with the word of recall, is it okay that she hasn't designated an origin point before she casts the spell? How, do, how does it work with designating your origin point? Uh, I would assume that she has to, um... Tell the scroll maker where she wants to go, style of thing? Yeah, or what I would functionally assume is she gets a scroll with a spell on it, and the first step of casting it is she casts, right, I am now standing in my place of origin, and that erases the first line off the scroll. Yeah. Then later when she goes to finish activating the spell and that actually sense. recalls herself. So, um, I think we'll assume that Michaela picks some, Michaela will presumably pick somewhere and Alex rest or similar. Yeah, probably straight into the throne room. Sounds good. Um, the theory being basically here, of course, if we teleport out, you know, we have to re- it reset the yeah, trial yeah, and we're fucked. It beats the alternative you know, of then uh, we died. Yeah, yeah. And as well, you know, if we take the trial, get the sword, and then can't fight Niska and co, and we're losing, we can also just, you know, leave. <laughs> I mean, obviously they'll come after us, uh, us like crazy, but, you know, we'll be alive. Yep. Yep, no, I'm, I'm perfectly happy with that. Yep. So she has to take the time now to declare her recall yep. spot is the throne room in yep. Castle Stagthorn. Because, you know, the thing is as well, if, you know, when we use it, you know, stuff happens as a result... It, it, we, it's important that we know in advance where we were going because yep. we can't change that just because it would be really convenient later. Yeah, it's not one of those. Just do it, do it wherever. Well, it needs to be somewhere that's very familiar to her. So. Yeah, sweet. That's fine. Okay. Alrighty, and that's and we are locked and loaded and ready. Mm-hmm. Kayla is impressed by your new AC. Getting respectable. Yep, she's prepared. Tw- Twenty-seven is well. In all fairness, two points of that are directly related to her because it's. I, I've got noted down twenty-five yep. when not armed because, yep. of course, you know, Kaelin is usually carrying yep. weapons. So you're only only five points facing under her. Yeah, she's prepared to accept. Yeah, the um, the, I might put one more plus on it at at plus five. I'm going to stop amping the armor. Do other things with my money. Well, if you just use one of these fine tower shields... I do actually have a tower shield in my stuff. It was damn useful when I desperately need the high yeah. AC. I mean, I'm bad with it because I have to retrain to use my weapons, but... Ooh, speaking of which, actually, the other thing I'll do is take a look at my uh, feet loadout. No, you don't. You're, you're fighting a professional with a tower shield anyway. You, no, I, um, I retrained to use a bastard sword one-handed. Right, yes. Uh, yes, and you need to load out your feet before you go in. Yes, that's what I'm thinking. Um... Now, I am go- I don't think mounted combat is going to be a heavy feature here, so I'm going to ditch ride by attack. I think that's a reasonably fair assumption. I really like having power attack and great cleave. I'm keeping both of those. You don't have 13 intelligence, do you? Uh, I do not, I believe. I believe I have 12. 12 rings of... I'm pretty confident I can't use combat expertise yep. or those um, in- 
No, I have 12 intelligence. Yep. That was on purpose. Like, I gave Kaelin a lot of intelligence for a half orc, yeah, yeah, but I didn't lo- want to give him a lot of intelligence for someone who wasn't a half orc. Just, just um, looking at improved disarm. Oh, neat. Given that he has, you know, a super magical sort of doom. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's, that is very cool. But it requires combat expertise and 13 int, which yeah. you can't possess. What about improved grapple? Uh, that one... Dex 13, improved on arm strike. Okay, I so can't do that. Yep, that's fine. I can just provoke when I grab the people. Um, Alright, I think um, I am actually going to take... Speaking of the tower shield, I am actually going to take um, uh, the bast- exotic weapon from the bastard sword. Okay. It's my thought. I, I'm open to suggestions of... Uh, how many feats are you looking to fill? One. Um... Although I already have some things. Yeah. Uh, improved critical and improved initiative both come to mind as generically good options. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and um, actually Blind Fight is the other one. If you're Ooh. talking about fog and mist and illusions and things. No, the, the souls, I'll take that. It doesn't let you see through the fog, but it alleviates um, difficulty, some of the difficulties with concealment and things. Yeah. Uh, so, blind fight. Uh, you get to re-roll your miss chance if you miss from concealment. An invisible attacker doesn't get bonuses to hit you. Uh, darkness and poor visibility. Uh, I suppose poor visibility is meaningful to you. Yeah, yeah, and the thing is, you know, as is magical darkness... Yeah. You know, there are lots of things that can... Um, yeah, so that's that's not necessarily a stupid pick. No, no, I um, I think Blind Fight is a good choice and feels more like, you know, I have to think about things that feel... I, I, I want to think about things that feel Kaelin-y mm-hmm. as opposed to just arbitrarily whatever. Yep. But no, um, Kaelin's principal weapon going in here is that if he gets surrounded by a bunch of cultists attacking him, he can in fact stab all of them in one go. Hard to argue with. Admittedly, the cultists will probably stand over there, but, you know. Alright, and he already has a bunch of weird crap that he has taken in the event that it would be useful, so he's all good. <laughs> he's eyeing up his oil of bliss weapon, confirms crits on evil. <laughs> evil creatures. But there'll be no evil creatures in there, so mm-hmm. it's all good. And there's my trusty necklace of fireball. Because I don't, ha- I, I have full flask of alchemist fire, but I also have the big, the nuke option. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, and w- um, the other thing is, um, in terms of hitting the door, ringing the doorbell. Yeah. Um, I am assuming my cold iron flail would be acceptable as an iron weapon. Uh, you have iron weapons out the wazoo. Cool. This is everything you do. You own any wooden weapons other than your bow? Well, no, but you know, I mean, I've got an adamantine greatsword. Um, yeah, it's it's not um, it's not iron iron specifically. Um, it's more a metal you, weapon. You, you could you could safely say that your adamantine greatsword is not made of iron because yeah. it's made of adamantine instead. But for example, your lance, yeah, your flail, gatekeeper. Sweet. Okay, that's all right. A- anything that isn't explicitly made of a special material that's is a metal it? weapon is, is made of iron and steel. Sweet. Okay. Then I am good. No, I I don't see you have Kalen has many many challenges that he must face in life, but not having not having a metal weapon is not, not one, one of them. Huh? Even Tristram has a metal weapon. 
Yeah, uh, Michaela herself is carrying three of them. Yeah. And she's not a magic flippy weapon change weapons master. Yes. Alrighty. And we are um, riding, riding, riding out to the trial grounds. Mm In C3. Yep, I'm just looking to see if you run a foul of another sinister plot. Fine. Which you do. Okay, so when you ride back into there, um, and you're more or less riding to your destination as opposed yeah, to exploring. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but as you head towards the... the, the We're um, veering round the hex with the army, just yeah. to be explicit. As, as you head towards this valley, um, not, it must be said, directly in the mouth of it, blocking past the cliff or anything... But off that way on the horizon, you see something that you didn't see the last time you were here. And it looks like a... Um, I suppose there's no actual method of describing this. It doesn't pop the religious imagery. It looks like a crucifix with a guy hanging off it. Okay. We will like, like Caelan doesn't have any context of Christ. No, but, um, no, no. But it's, know, a, it's a T-shaped, yeah, but, it's a T-shaped <laughs> thing. And there appears to be the shadow of a man hanging on it like this. We're going to go look at what that is. Okay. When you rock up to it, um, it the guy is clearly a Tiger Lord barbarian. Uh, can Caelan give me a wisdom check? I'm glad you didn't say heal. I can roll heal. He's dead. Okay. That's nice and straightforward then. Michaela, however, actually has five ranks of heal now. Good for her. Alright, um, Kaelin gets 23 on the wisdom. You look at this guy. Looks familiar? He does look familiar. Uh, this is one of the six guards. I was wondering that if that was... the prisoners. Yeah. The... Um, he is hung up here. Um... And, oh, you, this will become very easy. You won't need to roll the checks for it. Uh, you will actually be able to read. Um, he is basically hung up here in a crucifix. Um, he looks like he is dead. Uh, he's obviously not breathing in things. Uh, Michaela looks at him and says, Well, he didn't die from this. This is a warning and a display. He looks like he's been killed by... Well, I would say that's probably a great axe to the spine, if I had to guess. Mm. Uh, And he literally has nailed into his chest, via a string of nails, there is a piece of parchment. And it says something on it in giant that neither of you can read, uh, followed by something on it in sylvan that you can. Um... Which says we offer this we we offer this up to the we offer this up to the Fay of the region. We have no truck with you. If you we we have no truck with you, nor do we understand why you stole our prisoners, our our right by conquest. This weakling has failed in his duty to prevent it, and thus he is yours as an offering. Mm-hmm. Kayla sort of looks it over, makes a knowledge religion check, and goes, hmm. There's a few little messages in there. It's an offering to them, a warning, and also perhaps application. Aye. 
makes a certain kind of sense from their point of view, I suppose. I suppose this means they have no idea what actually happened. The Fae is a logical enough assumption. Somebody swept in invisibly and magicked the prisoners out from under them. Also, technically, if you think about it, not entirely inaccurate. I suppose not at that. Uh, I would guess that six of them, you said, they must be nailed around the place elsewhere. If I had to guess, I would say surrounding the army. I... So you're probably going to find one of these and all the hexes around? Ah, yep. Ah, well, what do you reckon? Cut him down or leave him? I wholeheartedly suggest leaving him here. Uh, There's no reason to leave any evidence about passage. Aye, let's go with that for now. We can always come back and do them later. But it's good to know they killed them first. These um, Tiger Lord barbarians um, aren't such bad folk by the light of um, some we've dealt with. Um, I mean, they're nasty bastards and we don't want them loose in our lands, but it certainly beats the um, snot out of Vordekai and his um, army of undead monstrosities. Yeah, I mean, you you look at this in, in the sort of mercenary companies you've dealt with, it's pretty rare to see people getting executed for any crimes other than, like, serious desertion or treason. Yeah. Um, so it's it's pretty harsh, but on the other hand, they clearly haven't you know tortured him to death for his failings or whatever. They've just gone right. You you had one job, guard the prisoners. You failed. Whack. Yeah. Well, the um you know, um, these guys are da- were damn lucky. Caelan didn't kill them all on the way in or the way out. That yes. was definitely the way he thought it was going to go down. And you know, this is pretty light compared to what Caelan's orc tribe would have done to some guys responsible for this. So. Yeah, quite definitely. <laughs> You know, some, some of his standards were definitely formed early. Well, the Tiger Lords are barbarians, but they're not savage. Yeah. Yeah. He's thinking he would have rather grown up with them than where he actually grew up. <laughs> Alright, so we just leave him be and pass on by. Yep. And, and, and um, Keelan has a slightly smug grin. Gotta say, it's, um, it's fun to have the other bastards in the dark about what we're up to for a change. <laughs> I've always found that the best way to operate when you can <laughs> keep them guessing about everything. <laughs> uh, well, this part is going to involve a little less subtlety, but I'm thinking you're the woman for the jo- job for this too. You're one of the finest fight warriors I've ever fought with. I have no particular argument with the Lord Nyan, but nor it must be said any particular love for him. Savannah prefers a little more subtlety than this, but I think if it comes to that, she looks down at herself wearing a hundred pounds of metal. I can operate in I can operate on Gorham's field. I I've no um, I've not um, I have a quarrel with our mind, but largely because he's I think he's picking one with me. I um, see no reason we can't show the trial grounds all the respect we can manage. Even if the Lord himself wouldn't improve on the plans for Orphanbane. That, yum, I, I like this. I like this this place. It's a warrior's place. And it may suit Gorham's needs now to work with Goody Niska, but as with everyone who works with Goody Niska, it can't last. I, I expect she already probably has a plan for stabbing Armagh in the back. Aye, but I would think not until she's... um. Not, not that'd be good and far down the road. Mm, a warrior puppet conqueror. 
would no doubt suit her purposes nicely. Oh, it's what she had in mind for me, after all. More or less. And um, if not me, then Akaros was the next man up. She's presumably looking for a tougher, tougher man to go up against us. Ah, but um, the I think you'll I think you'll be good at the trials. But um, I also think you're the woman to back me up when it comes to actually fighting her. I want all the strength and arms I can get for that. All right. We can't leave the horses settled here outside the cliff. Too obvious. We should take them off some take them off some distance and either let them run or tie them up. Whatever you think is better to do with horses. I and um, we will set them up um, in a relatively hidden location. Yeah. Um, and I think you know a ways off. It's not terribly difficult. Like you take them a kilometre out of the valley into yeah. the copse of trees. Yeah. Tie them up with big ropes there, so they got lots of range. Yeah. And then wander back again. You know, it takes you an hour, but yeah. what's your hurry? Yep. Yeah. No. Michaela's actually got ranks and rides, so she does know what she's doing with horses. Yeah. Yes, that's right. She has exactly enough points in ride that she never needs to roll to ride a horse. Yeah. Whereas um, Kaelin has the Asian handle animal in addition to his now 19 yeah. in ride. Yeah, she'll definitely defer to you as the horse expert. Yeah. Yeah, because the handle animal is like, Kaelin knows a lot about horses, and, you know, when he looks at other animals, he <laughs> sees larger or smaller horses, which gets him as far as it gets him. <laughs> All right. All right. And then Kellen will um, take his armour off, climb up the cliff, set up a rope, put his armour on, and then we prepare to climb the cliff together. Okay, yeah. Michaela will drink her elixir of climbing. She says, alright then. Let's get this done. And for once, her brute strength seems to be supplemented by a... It's not so much technique as just a lot of extraordinary luck. Wherever she puts her hands on the rope happen to be the right place to pull what, in all fairness, with her weight and all the gear she carries, must be about 400 pounds up the rope. Yeah. But she does so with ease, and the two of you are left hanging, probably on a pair of ropes, by the side of the door. Um, Actually, that's the other one. Is um, if you do it this way, it will leave signs of passage because the ropes will still be here. Ah, uh, yes. So the other one is you can go up without them. Yeah. So I could buy a second elixir of climbing. Yes. If if you were okay, yeah, yeah, perfectly me. fine with that. This, yeah. this is a known quantity going in. It's yeah. Not something I thought about until we got here. Yeah. No, I think we'll go with the second because the second elixir is not very much money. Uh, and Michaela is actually happy to do that because. Um, with the elixir of climbing and her new strength, she can now. Because what she puts, she puts her tower shield away. Obviously, yeah. Uh, she can now hit the DC. Yeah. To take ten and climb this cliff. Yep. As so, can Caitlin. Yes. So um, we buy a second elixir of climbing and just scale the cliff. It also means we've got all our ropes for the inside. I'm kind of assuming what we put the horses on are actually lead lines, which are covered by horse gear, because yep. there is such a thing as a lead line. Yep. You put. Put an animal off. Okay. okay. And we arrive about round where the big, big words carved into the cliff are. Well then, shall we? Together? Aye. She reaches down, she draws her masterwork elven long sword. And Kaelin will get out his big, um, his big flail. <laughs> and as you do so, 
Um, no, actually, I'll have Gatekeeper. It's appropriate and gives me a hand. As you hang off the side of the cliff with one hand hanging on it, uh, any particular time you're doing this, day, night, makes no difference to you? I think we'll go for noon as a yep. um, sort of suitable... Dramatic. It's yeah. a suitably dramatic time, and we've sort of had an early lunch and gotten as rested and watered and that as we can manage. The two of you are hanging by one hand, feet planted abseiling at the side, both of you to either side of these runes. Um, you draw your swords with clear intent to challenge, challenge the wall, and as you do so, you... Something begins to happen... The sun seems to gleam hotter and sharper. Sharper is definitely the word that sticks in your mind. High in the sky. And the rays of it glint down and blink off the steel. You're not convinced this would have happened if you'd just pulled out swords and started hacking away at it for no reason, but you've done it with clear intent to lay your challenge here. And so as you draw your swords, the sun glints off it, and you hear a loud, booming voice inside your head um, it is a man's voice deep not quite old not quite young somewhere in the mid range but Kalen has heard it a hundred times before in his career it is the voice of experience it is a voice of command <laughs> this is the veteran of a thousand bat- of a thousand thousand battles and yet still a young enough man to be a hale and hearty warrior. Um, And it calls out through your head, Who challenges? State your name, and strike your challenge, and enter the trial grounds of the Iron Lord. Blades out? Yes. And, um, Kaelin will, um, bring his arm back for the, um, uh, for, for the blow, and as he does it, he takes a deep breath, and he roars, not literally roars, but yep. as loudly and as commandingly as he can manage, and I am Kaelin Thorne, warrior and king, bang, and I demand entry. Uh, in, in fact, it says what pair challenges, so yeah. it knows that there are two of you out here. Yeah. Um, and Michaela gets her sword out. Nice, by the way. <laughs> I name myself Michaela, of the House of Morag. Born to a life where I've had to fight for everything I have ever gained, with steel and with magic and with words. I am a warrior, and you will open to me. And wang! She wangs her steel on the stone. And as you both hit it, you both need to make intimidate checks. Uh, if you are actually roaring at the door, you may choose to do so. Uh, it is kind of badass. Yep. Yeah, it will use up the ability for the day, but I would like to, I think. Okay, in that case, you may roll half your raw damage, which will be 1d8, so yep. roll 1d8 instead of 2d8. And you may add it straight on top of your intimidate here. Excellent. Okay, so I'll roll my intimidate. And, uh... That is a 32. <laughs> yeah, Kaelin was born to do this. <laughs> you will open to me. Wang, 31. Sweet. 
we're the, te- we're the badasses. The, the war should be scared of us. <laughs> Alrighty. And there is a great creaking and groaning noise. And it sounds like old metal, an ancient portcullis opening, that sort of noise. And the best you can describe it as is that the cliff itself leaps out and engulfs you. The stone stretches and goes woof around the pair of you and sucks you forward. You feel no sensation of force pressing against your face. It's all coming from your back. And you are pushed forward into complete darkness, which you can see it perfectly. Yep. <laughs> and suddenly you are standing inside a corridor. Uh, when you look around behind you, um, there is a mark on the wall uh, and writing, which as far as you can see appears to just be in Teldane despite the fact that's not logical, which suggests it's probably uh, in know, whatever, magic, in, magic in, in whatever language. Uh, I believe I described this before when Tristan saw it from the other side of the stone tell, but um, I can't remember the exact wording. It, 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 it says, you know, the um, if you leave, the... Um, it, yeah, only a coward runs or something. Only like a coward runs, yeah. So it is that warning on the other side of the what must be the back end of the stone door of the stone yep. but you can quite clearly see from the inside what is actually very obvious even without the dark vision there is this faint glowing outline of a set of double doors there it looks and they have handles on the inside it looks like if you want out you just need to walk up and push them and that will presumably open back out to the outside of the cliff so you can run at any time. Absolutely. The board appears to be right there. It's just, just only a coward board. Yep. Uh, and when you look around in this corridor, the walls, the floors, and the ceiling are all carved from pale stone, but there's something slightly off about it. It smells heavily of steel and iron, and it has brown streaks down it that remind you, put you in mind of dried blood etched all throughout it. Uh, this is a large, wide corridor, you know, sort of 12 foot high, that sort of thing, but it is not designed to hold horses or giants or anything of that sort. It's a big corridor, but that's about it. So it runs to the left and right? Uh, no, you are standing at the doors, goes that way, straight okay. forward. Oh, well, we walk forward. Um, and I'm just wondering if you want the map of this. Um. Actually, what I will do is I will give you a doodle on this. Yep, sounds fine. Simplest way of doing it. So, here are the external doors out. Yep. And you've basically got a corridor that just goes down here. Yep. So, um, I think um. It's literally one one way to go. Yep. So I think we at this point we just walk forward. Yep. Are you endeavouring to do anything in particular? Sneaking, um, charging, no. charging, screaming. No, I think we just walk calmly and sensibly down the corridor. Given that we don't ha- both have quick draw, um, we can put weapons away. But for the moment, I think they probably feel comfortable in our hands. 
And we just, and Michaela, of course, will have her tower shield out because she always does if she has the opportunity. And we just kind of walk down the corridor to see what comes. We won't really try to sneak because 400, 800 pounds of metal here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this corridor goes 60, further than 60 feet down into the darkness. And yep. that is what you perceive from where you are. Cool. There is a very, very faint glow from behind you, other than that, pitch dark. Cool. And we begin walking down the corridor. Okay. The moment you take your first steps in here, um, somebody appears in front of you. Just, they're not in the corridor, and then they are. Uh, yep. Um, you have actually seen this person, individual, before in, in your, your vision. vision. Uh, it is an older man dressed in thin hides and that sort of thing, Tiger Lord, a, a clearly Tiger Lord barbarian gear, heavy on feathers and fur and that kind of thing. He is basically completely unarmored, uh, just wearing sort of uh, effectively, you know, buckskin pants and some stuff on his shoulders and a hood. Has a long spear that looks nicked and battered and heavily used. He, it must be said, does not look physically intimidating, but there is something about his sense of presence. This guy. Looks badass. Uh, and he appears just in that instant before you and looks at the two of you and speaks in an old but firm voice, different to what challenged you outside. That was Gorham's voice. This is an actual person. And he looks to looks over the two of you and nods his head slightly, clinks his spear off the ground. I am Zarek, guardian of the trial grounds. Kaelin, Kaelin Thorne, king and warrior, I accept your challenge. Michaela of House Morag, warrior born, I accept your challenge. Face the trials. And the prize is yours. Caleb will salute him with the sword. He clicks his spear off the ground again, which is the same as sort of banging the spear to the heart. And he vanishes again. Oh, well, I guess we're in. And it is at that point that the corridor actually seems to shorten somewhat. And you can actually see where it starts to open out into another room. And from coming in there is a very familiar sound to you. I came upon the stolen lands. By sword he spoke, and rage he swore to subjugate all in his war. But pride for pride, and blood for blood, with Gorham's aid did he succumb, to boasting loud with haughty eye that he, Amar, would never die. True for Asmus on the eyes, the boast was nothing but a lie. How dare, said she, Amar should cry, that he, mere man, should never die. The pale one plotted from her home to steal him to her yard of bone. And when she had had her way, that time was Amar's dying day. Red dragon sent by vengeful gods, ripped out Amar's heart with its claws. But Gorham had last laugh that day, Amar's black soul was here to stay. Orvin Raymond, so named the sword, was crafted by the Iron Lord to keep the warrior's soul interred till the stars had their last word. And born again he shall return 
To will wise who feels to fall. Twice born Ahmad with damning cry. Shall show the gods he'll never die. Gabriel is chosen without name. Black sisters wielding hatred flame. They'll crack the earth and bleed the sky. Ahmad twice born shall never die. It is eerie, and it echoes around in the tunnels, and can the two of you both give me a sense motive? Uh, or listen, actually. I'll buy either of those. Taylor, unsurprisingly, will take sense motive. As why. However, it will do me little good. That's an 11. Okay. Those are definitely... It's definitely women's voices... Um, there are two of them. They're coming from somewhere up ahead of you. And they sound tired to Kaylin's ears. And what happens is they reach the end of their song, their chant. Uh, maybe a couple of breaths pass, and then immediately they, be- they begin again. A son of mammoths, tiger's clan, he came upon the stolen land. And they just start cycling through it again. Um, Michaela listens to this and sort of gestures to you, two of them, and then shakes her head and mouths, not Miska, to you. So there are two women up ahead of you who are chanting this prophecy of Amag the Twiceborn over and over and over again. And to Kaelin, it sounds like this they've been doing this for a long time. Their voices sound hoarse and ragged, and neither of them is good at Niska. And Kaelin will heft Gatekeeper and put a finger to his lips, Yep. and I will change my answer about whether we are endeavouring to be sneaky. Even though we're crap at it, we will endeavour to sneak up and see what's what. Yep. Kaela will leave her tower shield behind at this point, or rather put it away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... And the two of you can make a sneaky, sneaky check. So this is going to be moved silently. It is going to be moved silently. Oh, Michaela is... Wow, a positive number of everything. Kaelin gets ten. Uh, what's your perception like, Black Sisters? It's terrible. <laughs> That's very appropriate. Yeah, uh, they're tired. <laughs> The two of you endeavour to creep forward, and as you do so, you move along, and then, what the hell, the room ahead, you see it open out about five feet in, and then it's full of fog, Ah. and from in the fog you can hear these two voices chanting, the pitch and cadence of their chant doesn't change. There's no evidence they think somebody is in here with them. Okay. You guys are making a few quiet clanks and scrapes and things, but on the other hand, this whole place smells overwhelmingly of iron anyway, and these women are tired. So what would you like to do? Go find them in the fog? Uh, yes, actually. I think Kaelin having taken blind fight... Yep. Kaelin wants to begin, um, we do have the gust of wind to blow the fog away, but to try blowing the fog away, but then they'd be able to see us as well. Yep. Uh, can you give me a listen check? Oh, I am really awesome at listen, that's a nine. I'll change dice, please, these under ten numbers. Uh, 
I'll just have to look that up. I think it's a 10 I'm looking for. Yeah, okay. You you hear the people talking easily, but you can't make out where that means they are. Yeah. Um, Michaela, on the other hand, who you can just see, because you can basically see immediately the square next to you, and that's yeah. about it. Um, she will sort of reach out, put a hand on you, and starts tugging you along towards something that she can hear in the fog. I will follow Michaela. Okay. Um, you move into the fog... And suddenly, out of nowhere up ahead, you can hear the voice getting closer. Son of Malice, Tiger's Clan, he came upon the stolen land. And then in front of you, there is a woman. Um, young? You would call, you know, mid-twenties or so, looks human. You would call her attractive maybe a couple of months ago. She just looks kind of haggard here. Um, she's still a young, attractive woman, but she's got big bags under her eyes. The flesh looks sallow, like it hasn't seen the sun in a while. And she is dressed completely in black. Black hood, black cape, black pants, black boots. Um, has a curved, savage-looking black dagger in her hand. Um, ah, she's actually, in fact, wearing black-painted metal, so she is wearing armor here. Um, and she has right in the middle of her chest just below and just below it's like between her breasts this unwholesome eye looking out at you the unholy symbol of Gyrona this is one of the black sisters of Gyrona yep uh, and this is the first time you have actually seen one fully and properly garbed because yep. obviously they spend a lot of time I trying to fit into society yeah and she turns slightly shocked as she sees you just coming out of the fog and you surprise her. Sweet. At which point, Kalen is going to go straight to brutal stabbing. Yeah, hard to argue with. So, we might as well um, roll for initiative because I don't see you killing them in a single round. It seems, uh, it seems unlikely, particularly considering there's two and I can currently see one. So, you know, even if I somehow manage to um, kill this one before she gets an action, that would presumably alert the other one that we're here. Okay, so Kaelin gets a mighty six on the initiative. Kaelin on six. Michaela on 18. Black Sisters on 11. Yep. Oh, that's clever. So, I am actually deliberately not going to grid this one because you've got a hell of a lot of fog and confusion in here. Yeah, yeah, fog and more. You know, the player not knowing quite where anything is is quite appropriate, but yep. I will actually give you... Um, what I can immediately see around me, so Michaela and the woman, yeah. and then you know, whatever I can't... isn't compl- Whatever isn't adjacent to me might as well not be in the room. <laughs> Here, but we'll use that for her. That's not her mini. 
Maybe I'm just misremembering. I would be using Amico for her, the girl with the big purple shield. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, Amico's not in here, so... Oh, we could use the um, chick with the tower shield. Comsa, Comsa? Yep. Yeah, and the two of you emerge out of the fog, and it is sort of a thick fog that lingers and lifts around her. You can see her, but everybody here is at 20% concealment from yep. the fog. Uh, and you completely surprise her. And Kaelin makes a attack, rolling a um, mischarm. Uh, Michaela taking her cue from you will um, do the same. Yep, so Michaela She's gets first to go. Yep, so she gets to go first, yes. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't really even need to glance to you. Yeah. You know, she's got a pretty good idea. It, it, it's very obviously a black sister of going on. Yeah. Kill it with fire. Uh, and I think, on the whole, she will just run her through with a longsword. Yep, seems appropriate. What's your flat for day C look like? It does not look like 24. Uh, so Michaela emerges out of the mist and fog and sneak attacks her through the spine. Ah, uh, yes, of course. Oh, Michaela's got a few levels now, huh? That's quite a lot of sneak attacks. Twenty-one points of damage. It's not exceptional, but it's not terrible either. And the black sister goes, ah! and it will become incredibly obvious to the second one that yep. something is happening, and the chanting stops immediately in reaction to that. Yep. And then it is Kaelin's surprise round. Oh, wait, no, my apologies. No, it doesn't. Ah, interesting. Does she keep chanting? Yes. Wow. Hard she enough. she stops briefly to sort of go, ah! and then keeps chanting. Badass. Alright. Um, does McKellen need to roll a mischance there? Ah, uh, yes, yes, she does. Because she is still affected by the fog. Even if she's sneak attacking, she passes the concealment. Yeah. Okay, Kellen rolls a surprise attack, so if he gets a one or two on the dice, he gets to re-roll it instead of flat missing because he has blind fight. Yep. Uh, he does not miss. He rolls a 19, so he yeah, crit threats. Hit her. He crit threats with Gatekeeper. Yep, and she appears to just be a woman. She is wearing armor, but so that is a twenty-six plus seven. Yeah. Yeah. 30, uh, Thirty-three to confirm the crit. Yeah, effortlessly. Kaylin crits her. She is she is wearing what looks to Kaylin like nice, reasonably well-made breastplate, but she's got no ability to move out of the way at all. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. And Kaelin will do her 41 points of great sword oh, damage. Yeah. Unless she has any kind of acid immunity. Uh, no, she does not. Okay, 41. It's not. The, it's it's theoretically the kind of thing that she could cast on herself. Yeah, but I rolled max damage with the... Um, I rolled max damage with Gatekeeper and then multiplied it by two, then added the acid. And Kaelin has faced murderous just looks at her and then guts and then has an angry go gutting her. Alright, and she screams and staggers and splits blood into the fog. Yep. 
Um, and then we are back into regular initiative. Yes, at which point Michaela can sneak attack her yep, again. And Michaela will sneak attack her again. Uh, what Michaela will do, actually, is she will move round in the fog. The black sister still doesn't get an attack of opportunity because she's yep. still flat footed. Nice. Michaela just walks around her. And we'll pass the concealment check. Uh, we'll hit with the flank. That's much healthier. Uh, doesn't have all that much left to do. <laughs> Runs her through with a longsword, and she yep. collapses, gurgling to the ground, uh, looking up at you, just kind of trying to scream with unbridled hate, and just comes out as a sort of as she dies all over the ground. Sweet. A moment after that. Yes. Dead black sister for reference. Uh, have this for the other one. Um, another woman steps forward out of the fog to see yep. what the hell is going on here. Yeah. She is also chanting. Son of mammoths, Tiger's clan. He came upon the stolen land. Looks at what's happening here. Has to come forward so she can actually even see what's happening. Uh, and she looks at the two of you, breaks her chant briefly as she looks at you. You, you two are not in disguise here. Anymore, oh, no, no. <laughs> so she clearly recognises you. Kaelin, would-be king of Stagnall, you've come too late. You can't stop Malgara's utter. She's so much more than you could ever imagine. So much more than any of us could ever imagine. We're going to rip your kingdom apart piece by piece. Can't you hear it? Can't you hear the whispers? And as she says this, uh, the two of you need to make a will save. Uh, and what Kalen hears in his head is for a moment... It seems to be coming vaguely out of her, but it just swirls in the air in the fog. There are a bunch of voices whispering subtly just behind the back of your ears. You strain to make them out, and you can make out just a handful of words passing from each one. One of them sounds like Svetlana, and what you hear is just this snippet as her voice whispers in one ear and out the other. was laughing at you the whole time. And then you hear Tristan's voice coming in and passing out the other ear. You thought I was your brother. Never. Not to a half-orc. And then you hear Vaughn's Vaughn's voice, jealous of you. You have everything and I have nothing. I'm going to take it all from you. You hear Aldous' voice, not my son. Never my son. And a thousand more little whispers like this, each spitting some lie, some piece of discord back at you. Something you hate, something you fear, some jealousy... And can you make me a will save? Uh, that would be a 29. Okay. Uh, so, these are distracting and annoying, but you do not believe them. They do not do anything meaningful to you. Michaela, on the other hand, looks round. Bats, bats her ears. No. No, Caleb wouldn't. He'd never. And looks very confused. Yeah. Uh, then she begins to wave her arms and cast defensively. Yeah. The black sister. Yeah. Uh, ooh, that's 
bad deal for her. That's a fourth level spell she's trying to throw at you, so she will just fail that. Yep. Uh, she is attempting to cast some sort of spell when you take a rudimentary swing at her and she is forced to step back away from it. Her defensive casting fails. Yep. And the spell goes... And then it is you. And Kaelin will just look at her up and down calmly. No, girl. I know who I am. And I know where I stand. And there's a reason you not hide in the shadows. It's because you ain't much good in the light. And he will look down at the dead girl and spit on her. You don't know who this, who the either of these women are. They're yeah. presumably the, the harem that left Dre lives. Yeah. Um, and as you step into the woods, the one thing you will notice is as soon as she stops casting, she goes straight back to the place that she stopped at. Yeah. With sword and arm, fire and hat, with her wife and bells to burn. And Kellen will five foot step across, yep. so that if Michaela steps, snaps out of it, she can flank. Yep. And then he will full attack her. By all means, there's nothing she can do about that. Alright, first one is a 23. Uh, yes. Hang on, I'll roll the mischance. Yep, and it hits. And it is... Uh, very me, you by comparison to the ones he's being throwing, 12 points of damage. Yep. It doesn't look like she has a lot in the way of combat training. She doesn't nimbly step aside or parry or blow or anything. She just kind of takes it straight on the armor with a cut chunk. And then he will take another swing at her. Uh, for 25 this time. Yep. And that is... Uh, uh, 16 points of damage. So you're rolling low on the damage. Yep. So, more by luck than skill, her armor saves her from the worst of the blows. Yep. Uh, and then it is Michaela. Yes. And Michaela needs her deeper centiles. She is confused. The good news is I'm over here, so if she randomly attacks someone, it's probably not going to be me. So, Michaela looks around, sort of frantically trying to bat these words away from her ears. You hear nothing coming to her, specifically. It's it's all in her head. And, no, Kaylin wouldn't betray me. And then seems to snatch at the next whisper. No, not a false god, just an old one. No. Faith, I have to believe in something. My mother would have never... I know what I came here for. I came here for the trial. I came here to fight. I came here to kill enemies. And she swings savagely out at the nearest opponent. Yep. (laughs) Crit threat. Crit confirmation. Yep. Uh, not a sneak attack because she is not thinking. Because uh, I'm not flanking with her. If yeah. I was flank, I can step around and be flanking with her next time. But she's not going to be concentrating on the tactics of the situation, so she wouldn't. Fi- I won't think she would five foot. Yeah, she simply does savagely attacks the first thing in front of her, so yeah. she's not thinking about flanking in that. Yeah, but that's all right. Uh, however, it is a crit. That is better than her sneak attacks. Uh, that is twenty-two points of damage. Sweet. Yeah, but making Michaela crazy might not work out for this girl as well as she was hoping. And the black sister screams as Michaela carves into her arm. Yep. And it is her. Uh, She, again, mumbles something under her breath. 
Kyrona, Kyrona, spite you and smite you. They all hate you. It's the same life we all have to live with. You just don't see it clearly like I do. Can't you hear what they really think? And again, can you make a will save? Yep. Thirty. Okay, you're fine again. But again, you hear that same discordant whispers. It yeah. is a whole bunch of people. The last one you catch, the last one you catch in your ear is Carowin. Never good enough for me. Nice. And then blowing that one. All right, on to the next one. Cast defensively. <laughs> That one actually works. Uh, My lady, hag queen, show them your black flame. Let them see what is what. Let, let them see what their community truly thinks of them. Uh, and black cloying darkness spurts out from her. Um. And sort of pours across you, and you feel sick and ill. This is hatred and discord personified into some sort of magical effect. It's not physically slashing through you or anything, but your spirit is weakening under the power of the darkness. Uh, can you make me a will save? Because, of course, you are a good aligned creature. She yes. unholy blights you. Yes, and I do not roll well on the will save. That's a third, That's a 16. Yeah, you fail that one. Yeah. Uh, Michaela will pass that will save. Good. Mm-hmm. And you become sickened. Okay, which is minus two. Minus two all your d20s. Yep. Um... And then you take damage. Yep, a bunch of it, I would say. That's unholy blight. Yep. You are not a good-aligned outsider, alas for her. Yes, fortunately, but it's, it's, a, it's a good spell. Huh? Well, not in the literal sense, but it's uh, a badass spell. 25 points of damage. Yep. Uh, which then gets courted to... What's that... Yeah, which then gets courted from Michaela. Yeah, so, well, Michaela... As she is not good, and she makes the bill save. Ah, yep. She's not good, interesting. She is not good-aligned. Interesting. And, yeah, you see this darkness swirls over Michaela, but it does not seem to stick to her in the same way it does to you. And that is the Black Sister's turn. Yes. Being hated isn't anything new to me, girl. I've been hated my whole life. But I didn't let it get into me the way you have. I didn't let it ruin me. And I won't let you ruin what I've made here. You all melted us out of bloody Niska. I killed her once, and I'll do it again. He will full attack. Yep. Before he does, he will step in. Yep. Um, I'm not certain whether that qualifies as a flank, given that uh, um, Michaela is out of it. Uh, Michaela is not assisting, endeavouring to assist you. Yeah. Uh, however, she is currently hostile to the Black Sister, which is enough, because if she's a third independent party, yep. as long as you're fighting the same person, yep. it's fine. Sweet. 
Okay. And that negates your second, basically. Sweet. All right. Which point this is a 25 to hit. Yep. So that will do it. Uh, and that is 20 points of damage on the first hit. Uh, she staggers horribly. She does not go down. Yeah. Bleeds profusely. Um, that is a 17 on the second hit. Oh, that's actually going to miss. Yep. You claim off her armor. Yep. And we will see where the, what Michaela does this round. Michaela again hears the whispers. No, he wouldn't. And then the other ear. Of course he would. How could someone like that ever... Someone like me. Tristan, I... And what does she do with her life? Yeah, that's that's fitting. Tristan, I shouldn't have not even human. Not even human. None of them are human. Gods, people, humans, humans, gods, people, god, gods, gods, bugs enough. Why? So so much mystery. Never makes never made any sense. Shouldn't have hidden, should have hidden, always made sense. Blabbles it babbles incoherently. Uh, and Galen will wince in um, pain. Alright, and the black sister works up She hears the whispers. Maybe it's just that you're too dumb to understand. You're only a man. Men can never understand how pain, what it's like to be us. Born to everything. Born to power. You can never understand my pain, but I'll make you suffer it. And she will step away from you at yep. this point and start healing herself. She lays her hands upon herself and cures a bunch of her wounds. Uh, it is a pretty serious effort, you would say. Yep. And she goes up 25 hit points. Yep. Which is probably not going to help her, but it's best she's going to. Yep. And... Get on, I'll step in. You're remembering your missed chances on these, aren't you? Uh, yes, I've been rolling them. Yep, that's fine. Yep. Get on, we'll step in. I've been a slave, girl. I understand pain. I just don't feel the need to lash mine out on everybody else's. But I do use it when I have to. I know how to survive. And he will give her a purely murderous expression and spit something in Orkish, um, which translates as blood for blood. Yep. Oh, nice. <laughs> With Gorham's aid, did she succumb? And he will full attack her once more. Yep. Alright, and that is a... So no flanking bonus now, so that is a 23 yep. to hit. Easily. Yeah. And that is... Yep. And that is a... uh, 19. Yep. You slash away the vast majority of the wounds that she has healed. And that will... Again, be a miss on the second hit. Yep. 
but she is not winning this. Alright. Then that is you. Uh, Michaela, the moment the black sister steps away from her, she looks clear and unconfused again. Ah, right, sweet. You, in fact, you stop hearing the whispers. Yeah. Um, until you step in towards her again. Yeah. It's a melee range effect. Um, nothing. Stunning. The other hand, she's really. Looks round, so like just what the lies, all of them lies. I understand the value of secrets better than you ever could, but secrets for the sole purpose of using them against people. You are a creature of hate and discord. Your death was inevitable. It's the path you chose to walk. Uh, she will be a bit more cautious and not step into melee with her having yep. failed this one she does not like the whispers in her head uh, she will flick the longsword and shield tower shield away and yank out her longbow and fire yes using the power of quick draw oh wait um, no she can't see her ah uh, yes uh, she will have to come forward or accept a 50% mischance with it Yeah. so she will take the Fall into the fog. Oh, okay. When she moves in again, uh, doesn't have to make another will save yet. Yep. And takes a shot. And does she want to, And takes a stab. I takes a stab. Yes. Sorry. Uh, and misses owing to the fog. Yep. She does she want to step in in the flanking position, or um, can she not? She doesn't know where, where the place is. On the other hand, she's not worried the slightest about provoking from the yep. woman. So yes, she will move in, see her, then continue to step round. Yep. Black sister takes a swing at her. <laughs> yeah. Tick. The not knife slashes vest. off Michaela's massive AC. Without not on your vest day. Uh, yeah, really not on her best day. Yeah. It's crit fishing at this point. She yep. hits Michaela on a natural twenty with her dagger. Yeah. Uh, black sister. Yes. Still alive. For the time being. The whispers start up again. Yep. More force and purpose behind them. Again, you roll me another will save. Right, yes. It, it basically appears to be effect that, an effect that she's deliberately applying on her rounds. Yep. So, 29. Okay, you're fine. And, Kayla, listen to I've heard enough lies for today. I can see the truth. Sweet. Shakes this off. And doesn't have that nice spell anymore. Doesn't have that nice spell anymore. Uh, that would probably be helpful to Niska in the long run, but won't help her in the short term. So she's absolutely not going to do it. Yep. She's... Yeah, yeah, they're um, they're all selfish. Yep. Yeah, I mean she's committed. They don't to, work well she's committed team. to the cause. Yeah, yeah. I mean yeah, the fact that she kept that they kept chanting even while we were stabbing. The fact that they keep chanting even while we stabbed them is impressive, but ultimately. The one she's not going to do is bestow curse, right? <laughs> yes, yes, that's exactly what she's not going to do. Yeah. Because it won't help her much in the short term. Yeah. But it would be a great idea in the long term. Uh, can she hit people with this? Yes, she can. She steps back towards her dead sister, uh, makes another concentration check, makes this one with ease. Uh, 
You could never, you could never understand. You've never suffered like I have. And that's why you're not strong like I can, like I am. I hate you so much. I, I, I hate! And screams the word hate at you with a shrill, echoing fury. And it bounces off her in this big cone into Michaela and into your face, causing your ears to bleed. And she shouts at you. Uh, shout, shout, shout. I just had this open and put it away because I am a fool. Does she need to cast defensively to cast it? Uh, that's what she did. Ah, yeah. So I said steps back. Sorry. Steps, makes the concentration check. I missed that entirely. Sorry. Uh, fortitude, uh, fortitude saves for both of you. Okay. Kayla's fine. Ooh, and Kaelin only gets a 19. Uh, you're fine as well. Yeah, okay. I just I rolled a 5, so I thought it was possible. Uh, so, your ears bleed. You do not go deaf. And... Take 5, 6... That's pitiful. Uh, 5 points of sonic damage each. Okay. That was a lot of ones. Yeah, yeah, I saw how many dice you were rolling. That was good. It's 5d6 halved. Yeah, yeah, oh yes, I see, because we made the save. Yep. Yeah, all right. So, so it's 10 points halved to 5. Yeah. Great use of your 5th level cleric spell there. Well, in all fairness, it was, um... You know, she said she got, she got a good one off with the unholy blood. And, you know, really... You know, it's not exactly like... I mean, she's a cleric minion fighting alone. She's doing damn well to still be up at this point. <laughs> I think that one's from... I'm going to say Gairona has cool domains. Hmm? No, that must be madness. It's not destruction. Yeah, those are some cool domains. Alright, and five foot. Yep. <laughs> when she dies messily in spray of blood. Uh, I suspect so. Oh, hold on, I'll roll the mischance. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. That was a um, that was a 17 on the dice. So. Yep. Can you deal her less than 10 damage? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a plus 9 on the Assuming you're not desperately invested in whether she... Uh, <laughs> Taking her alive in any fashion. Oh at no! Because she could theoretically live through it. She can't take it. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to waste my time trying to interrogate. Okay, that. you swing a gatekeeper into her and just sever her armor across the chest, and she falls back, staggering, staggering away. Damn you! Damn all men! Oh, and dies with the last curse of hate on her lips. Yep. As she does so. The fog begins to very rapidly evaporate in this room. It looks like the sun coming up over the horizon, burning the fog away, but in the span of ten seconds... Kaelin will, um, spit on her and say blood for blood and walk. (laughs) And Michaela smiles at you and does exactly (laughs) the same thing and walk. (laughs) This is the life they chose. Let them live with the consequences. Aye. You know, I... I can't say that I'm by... I, I respect Aristotle, but I'm by no means the strongest of his... By no means the most faithful of disciples. But I can see why he's opposed to something like this. This is hate for no purpose but hate. I... I it destroys them as much as everything they touch. I, I don't pretend um, I understand your lady, nor... And I think she'd be offended if... A notion that anyone might, but uh, there's a re- there's a meaning in um, 
your little collection there, even if it is mostly a cover. The young, good, the good neutral gods generally stand together opposed to something like this. This is something we can all get behind. We don't want to see. Hate for hate's sake serves nothing. Okay. And this has lived long enough. And the two black sisters are dead on the ground. Yep. As the fog clears, looking around the room, you can see they're clearly living in here. Um, they have they they actually have a light source in here. It's just been largely obscured by the fog. Yeah. Um, the they they have bed rolls around. They don't have tents. They don't need them indoors here. Yeah. They have rations, supplies, all this kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it looks for very easily, based on your wilderness experience, like these two are living in this room. Yeah. So, um, Kaelin will search them and search the room for anything particularly useful. Yep. So, the room is basically a large, uh, this iron, this sort of oxidised iron stone room that looks yep. kind of like blood. Uh, Kaelin actually has ranks in jewellery and metalsmithery and that sort of thing, so you would recognise... It's not actually blood, it just looks like it. It's a feature of the iron ore, leaves this sort of oxidised brown on it. It's rust, right? Yeah, it, it is kind of like rust. Yeah, because the, uh, the iron ore, yeah, it makes sense. Um, neither of these women appear to have anything terribly valuable on them unless you want an unholy symbol of Gairona or two. I mean, no, I most certainly do not. Uh, both their armour and weapons are magical. Okay. Um, I don't want them. Fair enough. The, um, I think that's going to that's going to lead to trouble. I was more looking as if they have you know potions or things of that. Help. That's nice and easy. Uh, Michaela looks at them and goes, "Hmm, magical. I can sort of see the spell effect. It doesn't look like it's bound into it tightly, though. Based on my my pretty limited knowledge, oh, uh, they've invested these with their own magic to make them stronger and tougher." It won't last. They're not very valuable. Uh, their weapons and armor both have greater magic weapon, greater magic vestment cast on them. Ah, uh, right. Yeah. So they are temporarily magical. Yeah. But will not remain so. So there's very little merit in looting them for value. Yeah. And that's pretty much what's on them. Their gear contains nothing that you wouldn't. Eat, nothing that you wouldn't. Yeah. No, expect. that's right. I just wanted to check for consumables or things um, of that nature. Both of them have. Both of them have diaries. Neither of the diaries contains any information of actual value. What they appear to more be is a list of enemies of these people. Yeah. It's long. It goes on for a great many pages. Yeah. You, you, you are on the list, as yeah. are several of your counsellors, as are several random people you would recognise from Fort Drelev. Yeah. And the two of them have separate, different lists. Yeah. Both of them have... Um, Actually, you'd have no way of knowing this. Both of them have each other's names on there. Yeah. Uh, Black sisters wielding hatred's way. Yeah, I was um, seeing if I could provoke her because we'd killed the other one, but I forgot that she doesn't care. <laughs> well, it. they do. It's the sisterhood against the world. Yeah. Also hate your sisters. Yeah. And, um, yeah, at that point... Um, yeah, um, Kaelin will pile up the diaries on the floor and torch them. Yep. Yep, they don't have a fire going in here. Yeah. And as you sit here, it's not overly hot in here, but it's not overly cold either. It just seems to be 
normal indoor room temperature, despite the fact there's no source of heat or flame or coal or anything of the sort. They, they haven't built a fire, and it doesn't appear they need one. Okay. And then, um... Alright. Well, that nice and black stuff took something out of me. Um, I'm thinking I'll, um, drink one or two of my potions and, uh, save your spells for the stabbing, unless you have another thought on it. Uh, let me take a look at how many spells I have. Depends how many potions you have to... Uh, yeah. She's got a moderate amount of spells, but certainly not an infinite amount of spells. No, I'd prefer to say... Because she can do those in combat. And, you know, use them for... Turn them into inflicts and the like. Right, so that is... Kaelin drinks a potion of cure moderate. And gets nine hit points back. There's no denying that your potions are an effective way of um, putting them up. One more potion of cure moderate. We're just starting out, mate. We want to be in good shape. For the okay, a little slug of light. But she's mostly fine. She yeah, there we go. Perfect. That's 97. And Kaylin is down. Two moderates and one light. I under potioned bought, but it's always hard to know when you're going into these things. And uh-huh. that's that's the two dead black sisters of Garona. Yes. Um so um Kaelin also wants to hang around for a while until his um sick feeling wears off. Yeah, which it does very rapidly Sweet. before you've even stripped them of their armour, it's literally measured rounds. Cool. At which point having um sort of healed up, he's prepared to keep trucking. Okay. Uh, Is there a door out of here? Um there are Three in in this moderately large chamber, uh, there are three alabaster statues along the side. Um, each of them has a man there, a, a warrior set in a different warlike pose. Um, they are uh, that would be a knowledge history or geography, uh, and and the whispers go away the second she drops. It's the same effect she's maintaining. Alright, either history or geography works? Yes. Yeah, uh, you can in fact use both if you've got both. Okay, I'll use both. That will give you a slightly separate answer. Okay, the geography is um, 22. Yep. And the history is um, 18. Okay, so all three of these guys are Tiger Lord, are Tiger Lords. Yeah. Um, they are... It's interesting. They're different people, but they all look vaguely similar to each other. Like, the artists try to depict them as close to each other as they can. Uh, on your history, you'd recognize, like, two of the three of them. Um, they are former, you know, conquerors and chieftains of the Tiger Lords who yeah. have been killed off as history has gone on. Um, and that's no you do not have enough information for the rest of that yep so that is what you get out of this uh, okay. they are all posed with they're all posed with great swords in different manly flexing warlike positions all challenging okay and 
those are over there. Uh, there are no exits out of this room except the way you came back in. Except the way you came in. Okay, I will go over and take a closer look at the statues. Yep. Uh, they are alabaster, they are life-size, so they are large burly men, built more or less to scale, you would expect. Um, three swords don't appear to be pointed anywhere in particular. You can... That's what you can see off them. Okay, I will... And they don't have so They don't have sword swords. They have... Yep. I will detect, detect magic on them. Okay. Uh, can you make me a will save? Uh, 23. Okay. Uh, the statues are not magic. The room is magic. Yeah. The walls are all magic. Uh, they are all radiating um, a magical aura and as you do this and think about illusions you see beyond the magical aura because as soon as you detect magic you start interacting with it yeah. you make your will save so you pick up there's something there if not I just give you you don't sense the magic because yeah. the illusion fools you because I'm not giving you detect magic it's an illusion yeah. uh, there are two doors out of here one going, one going out left, one going out further down south. Okay. From a certain point. One that way, one, one that way. Uh, big stone double doors. They look, you know, they have um, handles on them. They look easy to open. And both of them are have clear runic markings on them. Uh, in what looks for a moment like giant, and then as you stare at them, turns to Taldane. Cool, what do the doors say? Okay, so, one says, for the warrior strong of arm, the other one says, for the warrior strong of mind. Um, both of them clearly move off in different directions out of this room. Um, and underneath they both have the same check, the, the, underneath they both have the same text uh, that says again cry, again, cry challenge and unleash fury um, walk one path the other or both interesting so Kaylin as you start explaining this to Michaela yeah. she comes over pokes at the things um, you know actually still can't see them. Yeah. But accepts your word, there's a door there and it's yeah. blah. I see. So, which way do we go then? I would think we have more warriors strong of arm than strong of mind, but... I'd say you might be able to walk either road, but um, when people have been talking about me, it ain't the, it, it ain't my brains that they're generally complimenting. I'd, um, I'd, I'd fancy the physical challenges over the mental. I'm sure I could have a go at the mental, but... Uh, I'm certainly no great genius. Not, I'm no Tristan. I, uh, but um, I'd also... It sounds like I could send you one way and I go the other, but um, I'd, rather, um, I'd rather we stick together if we can. Although, if I was here with Tristram, I'd probably send him the other way on general principles. Now, seems like we're supposed to... Um, challenge this door and you know hit the gatekeeper yep shall we yep so the two of you walk up 
Um, you don't feel that sense of looming presence here, that force challenging against you. Um, before what you felt is that the door was, was almost challenging you to cry out and to intimidate it, these ones look much simpler. You don't need to make intimidation checks to go past them, you just need to take them. Cool. You literally, you know, wrap it with the stick. Kaelin will shout open, because first of all, open, smash. And the door simply begins to creak open. Uh, what you're looking at is a corridor full of fog. Okay, I think I'm sensing a theme. Alright, can we hear anything? Uh, no. Nobody chanting this time? Nobody chanting this time. Alright. Well, we could try using one of those wind spells to disperse the fog. But we might want to save them for special occasions, like I'm getting the sense there's going to be a lot of it in here. I would say so, yes. Alright. We just proceed down. If there are trials here, we must be... It must be necessary that we see them at some point. Aye. And we move cautiously forward. Okay. Uh, as you move cautiously forward, um, can you give me a spot check first? Or search, actually. I'll buy it for this. Marginally less awful at that. No, I'm really not marginally less awful at that. Uh, five. Okay, stop, stop. There, ahead in the fog, it sort of pokes her sword out and there's a slight cutting noise and when she pulls it back it's covered in thick spider's webs the corridor is webbed extensively I I don't think I could I don't think there's anything here to disarm but we risk getting stuck well we could cut cut through it or burn it out I suppose well I've got alchemist's fire and a moderate amount of it I've um, got less subtle means, but it's not good to have one of them about where um, where you can't see what you're doing. So, you pull out an alchemist flyer and chuck it in front of you? I do. In the, you see the fog light up slightly with flickering of flames, and there is a noise, and if, you know, half a minute passes, the fire goes out. Yeah. Taylor waves her sword forward, and there are no more webs there. Cool. You walk forward. Yep. So it's um, 10.20, so I figure if we sort of keep going forward to the next suitably dramatic moment. Yep. Sounds like a plan. Uh, okay. uh, can you roll me a percentile check? Okay. Uh, 11. Okay. 11%. Uh, so... You proceed down this corridor in the fog and enter a large room. Uh, there are two dead women on the floor and three large statues of Tiger Lord men in different warlike poses. Ah, back the way we came. You have literally walked out the same the same way you went in. Like okay. You walked out of this room down that corridor and you've come back out the same way. You've gotten turned around in the fog somewhere. Okay, we will have another try. Okay. Because there is nothing actually impeding you with this, uh, you're welcome to give me another percentile check. Let's see. Uh, 65. Okay. This time, you seem to come out somewhere different. Excellent. Uh, well, this is exactly like playing a video game. I already killed these monsters. I've gone, I've turned around and gone yep. back up. <laughs> I was sure we were walking south. 
This place is playing without mines. All part of the challenge, I suppose. Aye. Clearly he didn't read his own writing on the door. This doesn't seem like a physical challenge at all, huh? Uh, when you step out of the cor, you walk down a corridor here. Over, you can feel like brief remnants of web scratching at your face and hands and things. You walk down, and when you walk out the end of the corridor, uh, you simply step out the end, and the fog just clears immediately. When you look down behind you, corridor full of fog. Ahead of you, room that is open. Uh, it must be said dark mm-hmm. because you are down to your own light sources again, um, which we're not using. Cause yeah, correct. And this one definitely looks like something that's more up Kalen's alley. Um, down the far end, this is sort of a long, vaguely corridor-like room, and down the far end is this huge, hefty-looking iron door. Um, then there are four boulders in this room, ranging from moderately small to really big, and then going up a series of progressively larger steps, there are bigger holes. Little one, bigger one, bigger one, biggest one. And they all look sized for these enormously heavy boulders. Alright. And Kayla says, huh. Well, I would say that's the test of strength. Shall we have a look at it? Alright, let's have a bit of a let's have a bit of a nosy round before we start hefting these things. She will make a search check. Kaelin She will actually make. Kaelin will endeavour to roll and assist on general principles she and succeed. Doesn't need it either oh, well. way. Uh, natural twenty on the search check though. Good stuff. <laughs> she looks at it. Uh. There's mechanisms underneath these plat. Like, you walk up the stairs, um, you look down into the holes, and each hole is about half the depth of the boulder, so you shove the boulder in it and it sits there. And she says, huh, there's mechanisms in these steps. They're designed to tip up, throw the boulders back again. Looking at it, uh, that would make sense. It'd be too easy otherwise. I would say that they're timed... We can move the boulders, but as soon as we put one in, we're going to set this trap off, and it's going to throw them back at us if we don't get them all in in time. It's not just a matter of levering them in your own time, in your own time and at your leisure. It's a matter of strength and speed. Aye, right. Well then, and she goes over and looks at the door. This door is very solidly locked. We could carve through it with your adamantine, but I presume that would risk setting off the various guards and wards that are on the place that Tristan warned you about. Aye, the... Um, be considered cheating. It, it would be cheating, and the um, place evidently takes a dim view of that sort of thing. Well, she says, and pops her arms and flexes yep. and the shirt rips slightly. Let's do it the hard way. <laughs> and that is where we'll leave it be. Yes. Dun, dun, dun.